It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. All right, here we go. We're back. Episode number 26 of the Motown Rundown. We are back from spring break. Trent is tan. Collins and I are not. Um, Trent, I, I have to just ask. Look, I know your parents listen to this. My parents listen. I will answer very honestly so whatever I, you ask So me. I know you've, I'm sure you did a lot of reading, maybe some knitting over spring <laughs> break, but but, but how, how was spring break? It was great. I jumped off the roof a couple times. Of what? Of uh, we why? Had, <laughs> we had a roof. It was actually made for jumping, though. There were stairs that led up to the roof, and then there was a big swimming pool underneath. So I jumped off the roof. What's the time? Mean? There's a made. Is this almost you, you famous? Can, you can infer what you would like. It's I had like, a good time jumping off the roof. So it was like almost famous, where that like the guy's partying with the high school kids and he jumps into the pool. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was much. his trend yep. all week. It was like grown ups or whatever. Oh, grown up. By the way, grown ups too. What a flick. <laughs> both are both are both are actually good movies. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. they're so funny, 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 and they're they're funny. They're not like grown ups too. Plot might be one of the worst plots in movie yeah. history, but I, I the I, cast. I, I mean, with the cast, it I, just that's it all doesn't great. matter who's in it because the movie it's just spectacular, spectacular movie. Chris Rock is so. It, it, Funny. Shaq is so bad in that movie. It's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great. Collins, how was uh, how was your spring break? It was good. Good spring break. Oh, I, that's it. Didn't really do anything. <laughs> did, I really didn't do anything. Spice I it up. How, how, I, how, how was yours? Mine was mine was fine. It was night. Look, you know, uh, it, it was good to see the family as always. Mom made some good food. Had some good meals. Slept in a lot. Uh, hit the gym a couple times. It's all I could muster up. Went to the Pistons game. I, that was sweet. I saw that. I Timberwolves. Yeah, I guess Timberwolves. We'll get into that. But um, it is what it is, man. It's all about family, you know. Just yeah. take a little, take a take the foot yeah. off the gas a second. Do a little little breathing, some self reflection. You know, that's that's what it was. But anyway, folks, episode twenty six here as we're back from spring break. Again, Ryan Rabinowitz here with Trent Bailey, Ryan Collins coming to you per usual. Impact 89 FM Studios in East Lansing, Michigan. I like to plug it every now and then. I, I feel like it's a, it's like a staple. It's almost like one of my catchphrases. I love when you say Impact 89 FM, like East Lansing Studios. Like we got a studio out in, you know, like, in Cleveland. You never know. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, very exciting day, folks. Very exciting day. We'll, we'll get into the lion stuff in a, in in the later portion of the episode. I know everyone's very eager. I don't know when the last time was that we actually sat here and we were excited to do the show. Whoa, not whoa, to say, whoa, whoa! Well, not whoa, to say that we don't whoa. like that. I, you know what? Not to say that I that we don't enjoy doing this stuff. But usually we're talking about. It's like it's sad a lot of the time. I, it's yeah, sad. I, I get it. I mean, we're like, oh, we got to talk about Mikey Mont. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah really. no, I can't wait to talk about uh, All right, we're Ryan Carpenter and Daniel Stump. Today. We're going to play a game, and we're going to see how many tigers we can name. That'll yeah. be fun. That's, that's that what I mean. Fun. That <laughs> was, was fun. fun. That but was like, fun. I, all three of us are like, usually when Collins gets in the car, when I pick him up, it's like, hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah, but he was like, he was like, Great day today. I'm like, yeah, Collins. Hell lot, yeah, it was. a lot of energy. Like, a lot yeah, of ener- yeah, that was. energized car ride today from Cedar Village. We were pumped up. We were pumped up. But well, let's let's get into the Pistons first. Only Pistons and Lions on the docket. And I want to tease my. I have a I have a Lions rant today. I was telling these guys, uh, you're gonna want to stay tuned for that. I don't get. I mean, I, I don't want to say I don't get animated that often because I feel like I do, but it's been a while. It, I haven't been it's, it hasn't about. been Lions season. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, exactly. You haven't stood up on your soapbox in a long yes. time. Ooh, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> the soapbox is in the back pocket. It's in the <laughs> studio, folks. But we, let's start off with the Detroit Pistons because the Pistons are factually hot. Red hot. Red hot. Actually, factually. Red hot. Frank's red hot. Shameless plug. Like the old, I had the some, old alternate uniforms. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I had some uh, so I had a little tuna sandwich today. Throw a little Frank's Red Hot in the tuna mix. You know, I got to throw some mayonnaise in there. You, you can't eat just dry tuna. It's tough. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so that was you on a, a diet or so something? Tuna? Uh, got a little protein action. Okay. Got to do what you got to do. I am not a tuna guy. I don't know if you guys can figure that out already. Dude, but per, per usual, I, we try to get into a topic and we just completely... <laughs> just, now we're talking about tuna. Right, right, I, right. I, I know. It was my are fault. Are you a star guy? Um... Just whatever the Kroger brand is. Okay. I take I what I can get. It. I'm not picky about the tuna. It is what it is. <laughs> exactly. It is what it is. Uh, Pistons, winners of 10 of their last 13. Correct, Collins? That was your stat for me yesterday. Yes. And uh, they've won seven out of their last eight. 
and eight out of their last ten, I believe. And twelve out of the last fourteen. <laughs> there you go. I think. Uh, they're good. The Pistons are great right now. Uh, sitting at sixth place in the East. Uh, they are about to tip off against the Brooklyn Nets as we speak here on a Monday in Brooklyn. Pistons uh, have played maybe every single game on a Monday. Yeah. Like every Monday. Well, every this time year. we record, they're playing. And yeah. I know you guys will be watching the game shortly and I'll probably just end up talking to myself, but I I believe in you guys multitasking. No, I, I'll, yep. I'll be staying with you today. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is awesome, the Pistons. Yeah. This is awesome. It's great. Um, look, Luke Kennard coming into his own. Thon Maker, clearly a great addition because he can actually shoot the three ball, and he's the longest human being I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Ellington's been great. Drummond's had a kick in the pants. Uh, I went to the game against Minnesota. Not a ton of people, but it was loud. Like There was energy, and it feels good. So... My question to you two guys, who are, I would, I would, I would put you as more diehard Pistons fans than I am. What has changed? Um, really, honestly, it's just since the deadline, and I don't know what you want to look at and say. Well, this was the the big like the kick in the pants to Andre. I don't know if it was bringing in Wayne Ellington, shipping out Stanley, shipping out Reggie Bullock. I have a hard time to believe it's that, but. Whatever, whatever it is, it's literally since then. I don't know if Dwayne Casey got the team going. Like, hey guys, this is our this is our squad. Yep. This is who we're rolling with. But it's it, it's been a completely different team. Like you said, Thon Mager's doing the three ball, and what he does is he keeps Zaza off the floor, John Wall yeah. off the floor. Um, it's just I I don't I really I can't point to one thing. All I know I I guess if I had to narrow it down, Reggie Jackson's playing great. Reggie Jackson's playing like the he point guard good. we know and love, and that's been great to see. I. I've given Andre Drummond a hard time on yes, this podcast, <laughs> and he's making me eat crow. I mean, he's been incredible. <laughs> he really has. He's been he's he's been absolutely incredible. And I would the one thing I looked back at was that game at Atlanta, first game after the All Star break, where that Pistons and Blake gets ejected in the third quarter, yep. and Thon hits that big three. I think that has kind of energized this team and propelled them to say, "Hey, we got to win these games against lesser teams." And they're not doing what the Pistons were doing earlier in the year. You might be saying, hey, they beat up on bad teams. They also let bad teams back in the games. And they're in tight games. They're blowing bad teams out of the games. And if they get down, they come back. So I I, I don't know. I mean, you look at some of these. At Cleveland, you beat them by 30 sets. That's what good teams do. I mean, last night you see Golden State lose lose to Phoenix at home. You you play Minnesota, beat them by 17, had like 87 bench points. That's something yeah. that wasn't happening earlier in the year. But I think the main takeaway is Andre Drummond. He he's just I mean, he wants yeah, I think he won uh the NBA player of the week. Yeah, Eastern Conference Player yep. of the Week. I mean, he was incredible this week. I mean, when he re I always say this, if they could play a team that is not good on the boards, it could be an issue. So I uh, I don't know. That's what happens when, you know, they play like the Timberwolves or something, because by the way, Carl Anthony Towns is biologically Andre Drummond's son. I just feel the need to point that out. As well as Xavier Simpson is biologically Cassius Winston's son. Okay. But we'll get into Big time player that of the year for him later. Yeah. Actually, we won't get into that later because this is a multi-time <laughs> run now, but whatever. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's great. Andre, you guys know I'm a huge Dre guy. Love him. Love him. Like yes. 31 and 15 against the Timberwolves. Awesome. And, you know, I know Carl Anthony Towns is a little soft, but that's a big player. And Drummond yeah. is getting in there and, and just basically owning him. I love to see it. You absolutely love it. You're, yeah. You want to look at his last games. I think since that Atlanta game, his point total has been 26, 12, 26, 10, 13, 15, 31, 2016. And you look at that, you're like, oh, that might not be that impressive. But you look at rebounds during those games. Oh. 15, 24, 15, 17, 10 in like tw- 15 minutes against Cleveland. 17, yeah. 16, 14, 21. That I mean, he's dominating. He's dominating the glass. And My when favorite he's high stat. energy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we have we have Collins and I. We we've both given Trent, you know, some some grief about because he always pumps up the the drum and rebound stat. But when you watch the NBA, and it's the most frustrating thing. As soon as a shot goes up, eight guys run back down yeah. the floor. Yeah. So at least having a guy in Andre who is willing to put his hands up and rebound. Is great. Back to the Minnesota game. I don't mean to just continue to hammer no, it. No, you but, were there, but I was there, and you it was have great to hammer to, it. Yeah, I, I do. And, and Andre, at the beginning of the game, I want to say he missed like three straight simple layups. 
And I was just shaking my head like this dude is just a mess. And now, I and I was that's a game that two years ago he would have disengaged. Right. He would have just said, All right, sit me down, Stan. Yeah. And and later later in the game, him and Taj Gibson get into it. Carl Anthony Towns was complaining about every play that happened that was going his way. Drummond hits that unreal three before the end of the quarter <laughs> or a half or whatever. First quarter, yeah. And that's when I was like, This guy's gonna put up ten more threes today. But <laughs> he the, the the thing about that game that I loved, and I hate to just be very soft on my on my analysis of this, they're just having fun. Like they're 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 playing team basketball. It's a different culture, and it's yeah. working. I think the thing that's been frustrating is that we watch Pistons basketball, and we're like, "Geez, like these guys can't figure it out." You got Andre floating beyond the three point line. The offensive sets are just wasted possessions, and and what have you. In that Timberwolves game, I want to say Andre had thirty or thirty two. Ish Smith was out of control with double digits. Kennard double digits. Thon got into double digits. Uh, and Blake Griffin had eight points maybe. Yeah. And he was on the bench. Him and Reggie were on the bench for the majority of the game, it seemed like. Which, when you can have these players come in, Bruce Brown, another guy who started that game, it's just that is is so nice to see and refreshing. And I don't know if Stanley was causing Stanley Johnson was causing problems in the locker room. I'm not sure if... You know, Reggie Bullock uh, was a component of the offense that, you know, I guess was the, was the squeaky wheel maybe. Whatever has happened, they are – that's why in the, my, my next point that I want to move into is is the question of is this bound to fizzle out? And whatever has happened that we you can't really find out what the secret sauce is, I think this is like real Pistons basketball for the yeah. rest of the year. And we'll get into the playoff chances as far as how deep they can go in a second – but uh, I want to pose the question to you guys: Is the, if you think it's going to fizzle out? Because for me, it, it, it's it's easy with any Detroit sports, but especially the Pistons, to think it's all just smoke and mirrors. Like, oh yeah, of course, you right. know, they bring you in and then they're going to spit you back out, and you're going to be a mess, and then you're a nine seed, and it's in the season's over, and you're crying and burning jerseys. I don't think that's the case <laughs> this year. Uh, I mean, I get that. I I do think this team looks like they're. Not a contender to win it, or not even a contender in the East. I think they look like a team that could possibly win a playoff series, which I would say is a successful year. Absolutely, for this team. yeah. And I think Dred Kalser has been hammering down this point yep. against a lot of people at ninety-seven-one and other local media outlets that winning a playoff series is beneficial. And he's, I think, he point out the one oh two Pistons mm-hmm. as something like that. But I think the biggest thing is they're getting it from. Other than Blake. I mean, yeah. the success from the beginning of the year was just Blake was just being a beast. And being able to get him off his legs a little bit, get him less minutes, and not like not have the much as like the load on him. And I think that is a credit to Dwayne Casey going to more of a pick-and-roll style of offense with Reggie and giving him more comfort and allowing him to play well. And I think there was a stat in the last 10 games that Reggie Jetson has the highest three point percentage other than Clay Thompson. Yeah. So it, and Langston Galloway that, has the biggest, I think, three pointers made streak in the NBA. Another right guy who's just been tremendous. Energizer Bunny. Yep. But uh that's kind of concerning. Even I mean, do you expect Reggie to say this hot? You you can't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're energized. Like you said, they they they're having fun, which I it's a it's fun to watch. Yeah. So yeah. That that I that's I guess that you'll see this Pistons team go into the playoffs playing the same style of basketball. But I mean, there's still how many more games? Like fifteen or fourteen? Yeah, there's still yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, they played weak opponents, but they've done what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they've done exactly what they're supposed to do, and I agree hundred percent. I I think I'm confident you'll see this going into the playoffs. But like, you know, I I guess okay. So back it up when the Pistons started four and zero and thirteen and seven and everything mm-hmm. was like okay, Collins nailed it. It was just Blake playing hero ball. Right. And, you know, 20 games into the year, yeah, that's sustainable. But you start to get into January when your schedule's tough and it's murderous row and you're going on the West Coast. You know, that that's that's tough to do. And um, that now now what you see the Pistons doing is they're playing completely different basketball. You know, it's it's not all Blake. I think Blake had like 11 points a half against Chicago on Sunday, something like that, and the Pistons were up. Uh, he got six. hurt, too. Yeah. Came in and played solid. Yeah, you're yeah. right, though. So it's just, all it is, really, I, I they're having fun, and as a result, they're playing better. So I don't know what the deal is. You know, play loose, play more fun. I, you don't worry so much about what comes on the stat sheet. Just get the wins. And and I think the Pistons can win a playoff series, too. Is it is it safe to say that they have now locked up a playoff spot? Oh, yes. Yes. There's, yes. I mean. And would, the, you, would you be disappointed if it wasn't a six seed 
anymore. Like if they slide to seven I, or eight, I, you can go ahead. I you probably want them to slide to eight to play Giannis. Well, I was just <laughs> I, yeah. I, I have a, there's a method to my madness. I not I okay. Continue I, to say I what don't. You want. I would not be upset if the if the I almost said the Lions if the Pistons slid down to seven or eight just because at this point I feel like it doesn't matter who we play. It's literally just like the three teams. In the, it's good. I think the Sixers are going to top the Pacers now. Is it? I mean, yes. do you think so? Yes. They're and that's, tied. And They're that's tied why for third. when I look at the that's standings. That's the worst matchup exactly. the Pistons I, I really yeah. – and It's like the, by far. I, I'm rooting now more for – I mean, like, obviously I, I would love the Pistons to hold the sixth seed, but I'm rooting more for Indiana just to get the three than I am anything to yeah. the Pistons. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I, it, it's just – I, I feel like at this point, though, guys, like we, I, I don't know, we got to, we got to just win, yeah. And, yeah. and we got to take what we can get. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to play that game of like, oh, let's lose this game so we can bump down to seven and play Kawhi Leonard because then Kawhi Leonard's gonna smoke us. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, win, win as much as you. It's, it's, you know, it's competitive professional, but just yeah. win and see what happens and go into the playoffs. Whoever you got, you got, <clears throat> and take care of business. Yeah. And I, I, I think, too, it all it will depend on who that team is the Pistons face of whether or not they can do damage. Because I, I, I think if they have yeah. to find, if they find themselves against somehow the Bucks, somehow the Raptors, Sixers, I mean, I wouldn't rule out a sweep. I really wouldn't. I, and that, I, I, I would. I'm I, curious, I'm I curious to see the atmosphere at LCA if they could. It would it be just good. Like, it would have to go from a half-empty yeah. lower bowl to, like, oh, my gosh, there's well, fans here now and they care. I don't know if you guys saw what they're doing. They're they're taking fees out. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. They've cut ticket fees the rest of the year. They've been For, pushing this hashtag playoff push oh, very yeah. hard. It starts here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, what what are ticket fees? Like, 65 cents? Like, are they no, that no, expensive? No, no, it is outrageous. I'm, t- I'm sure no. on Ticketmaster, if you got to pick an is extra seven fees. It's outrageous. Well, it's I, like ticket fees, like, just, like, face value tickets. Is that what it is? No, no I, I got on Ticketmaster. It's, it's, it's awful. It's, it's, they're taking away fees on, on Ticketmaster. So if you buy your ticket, I think... So yeah. when no, you that's, that's so right. if you see a ticket for fifty bucks, it's you know, literally you go to you go to you go to, you go to check yeah. out, and all of a sudden it's sixty five dollars. You know yeah. what the heck? Okay, there'll still be like two people. And you gotta take out a loan. But uh, yeah, I mean the atmosphere will be dread. Yeah, it, it, it's okay. I I mean Detroit's a good sports city. If they get in the playoffs, people are gonna care, which would There's be nice no, to yeah, see. No obviously. one else is gonna get to the playoffs. So so my my last thing here as we wrap up Pistons is I believe they have now probably tipped off against the uh, are they doing construction in that store what is going on I don't know this this is outrageous I'm what not is, happy what about it, it what is the sound who though? do I have to email this guy's got like a hammer and nail oh this yeah he's pounding in the drum set or whatever, whatever. oh is he? let him do his thing oh, we did kick him out right. of here yeah whatever he goes did you have a podcast to record he... today I'm like yeah oh, yeah kind of we're not really scheduled but we're here <laughs> yeah Rabinowitz knows. yeah I think he... <laughs> says, yeah man take your time as you get out the door or something what did no, you say I just I said I said Take your time getting out of here. We're in no rush. I didn't mean that in like and a that, negative I way. I was just like, it, it was funny. <laughs> I was, it was just funny. like, I was, was like, because no, the guy was screaming. I'm like, just it's all right, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Anyway, back to the Pistons. Uh, there's you know, it's it's obviously it is just local radio, and they have to do what they have to do. But you know, you hear people every now and then of they should be tanking, and and we, we I think we touched yeah. on it two weeks ago. But has, has the ship finally sailed? Of like this is you know ob- obviously now you're in a playoff spot. Can we yeah. agree on that? Now? Absolutely, yeah. We can put the we can put the tanking thing to rest. And I and I, I always go back to it, and I I think we brought it up two weeks ago. But you know, in, in Collins, you brought up a good point of you know Greg Kelser keeps hammering home this point of whatever he used the O two O three Pistons that you know obviously transformed into the O four O five championship team. Do you think that a, that a, a potential deep playoff? I don't want to say even deep playoff run, but but being in a playoff series, winning a playoff series, does that help you now moving into next year in any capacity at all? It, it helps you tremendously. In a, but it may be in a standpoint of longevity down the road. I, I guess I should phrase that as I, meaning. It if depend, they, I, I think what we've all said since the trade deadline and kind of the middle of the season is what are they going to do in the summer? Yeah, I think the exactly. summer is kind of the apex of where this franchise goes, and that's three or four years with Blake and Andre under contract. So I'm going to wait till the summer to say that. But I think a a playoff win, especially with the core you have here, it does help. It does. Mm -hmm. And I think it encourages players that, hey, maybe we can go to Detroit and help out these guys. Like, hey, like this isn't a bad spot. I can come. Because you're not going to attract all the, like, big free agents. But you can get good, like, like Al Horford. Someone like you don't want that type of guy coming like now. Yeah. He's thirty-five, but like a mid-level player yeah. that is like kind of expensive, but he's really good. Like you could see someone like that coming to the Pistons now with 
a little playoff success. Yeah, I, I agree. It doesn't. It, it it can't hurt you. That's the thing. There's no Definitely. way it hurts. It, it 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 gets these young players. Like I said, I I brought this up a couple of weeks ago. Drummond and Reggie are the only two left from that that 26. That was that was only three years ago. Yeah, and that was those are the only two left wow, from that yeah. roster. Think about it. So you got guys like Langston Galloway's never been in the playoffs. Luke Kennard obviously never been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Bruce Brown never been in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Blake hasn't been in the playoffs in a couple of years. So. You start to you start to see and Thon Maker, by the way, was a beast last year in the playoffs. So Yeah, he was. He was really good for Boston. I mean uh, for Milwaukee against yeah. Boston, sorry. And that's something you can look forward to, but I, I guess in a, specifically this year at this draft, it's kind of like, okay, you would so much rather have that playoff spot. And we talked about that already, but now the Pistons are sitting at six, it's like, yeah, okay, they got it. They're, they they should, right? I mean, like, I don't want to jinx anything, but right. they're not gonna move out. Like looking at the standings what I yeah. just saw, I mean they're like three and a half away from Miami. So I, I yeah. don't see them any scenario where they drop to at least that. Yeah. Like they're gonna be the seven or six. Well plus it's like Orlando, Miami, Charlotte, I feel like now they're just they're getting ready to, you know. That, but, I, I, yeah. I I feel like those teams don't want the eight. They'd rather take the lottery at this I, yeah. point. With fifteen yeah. games left and you're like four three and a half games out of playoffs, whatever it is. I don't know. My point is just like the Pistons, it's right there. You know, go take it. And I think this the, the the experience of being in the playoffs, you know, your first year under Dwayne Casey, all that, and the new arena, it's, it's just going to be great for this team moving forward. Is okay. that game tipped off yet? Yes, it's about to start. Update. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to do a little update. <laughs> Live update. I need updates every minute. The Pistons are wearing their chrome jerseys. Hate them. While Brooklyn yeah. is wearing their Biggie no. Smalls jerseys. So. Are, wait, are that, are they, is that the, the colored stuff? They're yeah, yellow? the Tucci sweater. Yeah. <sighs> The, the bad boy jerseys? Like no, the, no, no, no. Pistons are wearing the Grays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, Brooklyn's the, wearing their, like... The Notorious B.I.G.? Yes. Yeah, that's an issue. It's a big problem what, for what the Pistons. Jersey, what jersey? What are those? Is that the, think, the, is it the colored piping? Yeah, it's colored piping. I hate it. It's the, it makes okay, no you're sense. you're an idiot. You're yeah. an idiot. Get really? I'm an idiot because I hate this. They have rainbows piping. They're... Do you understand what Biggie Smalls like? Yeah, it I, means to Brooklyn. I, I they like love it for that. the culture, but well, but how does that represent Biggie Smalls at all? It's his Gucci sweater. It's a sweater. Guess I'm, not, I'm not cultured that way. I, I, I mean, like I it for I'm the sorry. culture, but tonight, screw that. We're gonna go kick their butts. Exactly. Screw that. Saying. Okay. Predictions, so we can this look terrible so once this come out. Okay. Prediction for the um, game. Score prediction. Trent said it earlier that this is like a typical like the the Pistons like have to lose this game by twenty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I know Collins, you have money on the line. I almost was going to throw some to money too. Don't but... need to say that. <laughs> um, Go easy on him. I want to say this game is going to end by a final score of one twenty to one sixteen in the favor of the Pistons. Are going to keep rolling. I think though, like the tonight against Brooklyn, it it will show you what this team is because this is an actual quality opponent on the road and it actually has like standings Gosh, implications. You sound, you sound like my friend Spencer. I'm not even, okay, literally guys, we're playing the Jazz in I think it was December. He goes, This right here, these next five minutes are gonna tell you if this team really wants that. I said, <laughs> What are you talking about? No, like, I I get you got Andre makes you, this free so throw going to play. Yeah, no, you oh, actually, I, say, I say that after every possession. You yeah. actually have a point there, but I'm just saying that it sounds like my Anyways, but I'm I'm gonna say 115, 101 Pistons. Okay, wow. big win. And the only reason I say that is because Blake and Andre didn't have to play in the fourth quarter on Sunday. I think everyone's good to go. So I'll I'm say gonna say big win. 102 to 100 Nets. I think they they just kind of have a problem with the Nets, yeah, especially they, they Spencer Dinwiddie. So I don't know. I, Let's it's, move it's, on to it's literally impossible <laughs> for me to pick against the Pistons. Yeah, right, you guys know. There's our Lions. cue from Collins. Collins gets bored of talking about a topic, and we move that, on. That's how Sorry, we that's, that's, we how, we that's know, literally know, how Collins, we work now. All Collins cares about is watching the second half here. He's giving <laughs> the run. Okay. All I care about is watching The Bachelor, and we got to. That's true. We do have eight o'clock start time. I'm sorry. Tasha. We'll get moving here. Tasha is so hot, by the way. Okay. Whoa, Trent coming in very hot. <laughs> yeah, very I, hot. I, I mean, everyone, in everyone hot. in the Bachelor is attractive. First of all, well, of course. Yeah. But first of all, did you watch the Fantasy Sweep episode? Fantasy uh, Sweep. No, I don't really watch. Okay. But my, but I, all my I, friends I'm just gonna say, Colton, yeah. Colton shot himself in the foot. This episode's gonna be wild. I'll tune in if you're a Bachelor fan, yeah. even though. This is not even coming to you after the episode occurs, but it's, it's going to be a big episode. I, I've always said, too, that I think that it'd be great if we had a podcast where we just do, like, guys on chicks. Like, we just yeah. you know, we just kind of discuss, like, like 
like chick things. Why you don't know? we just I'll do be, a little? That's my sweet minute, spot. <laughs> let's just do a little five minute segment on yeah, the Motown rundown. Well, we I, can't because Collins is getting antsy, even though Collins was brought when they brought up the Bachelor talk. So, okay, yeah, that's how we roll. Hey, it's, on. Move, it's move the Lions. Yeah, okay. okay, okay <laughs> Collins got bored again. Let's go to the Lions. Uh, some big news today. I, it doesn't free. I don't understand. Free agency officially begins like Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday is when they can sign teams. Today at noon was when they can negotiate. Yeah, okay, they so you can tamper now. Yeah, tampering. Yeah. The tampering has begun. Uh, so a lot of things to cover here with the Lions. And everyone, take a deep breath. Remain calm. Uh, we will get into it all. I want to start with notable releases for the Lions. Um, again, these are notable players. Uh, Nevin Lawson has been released. Glover Quinn released. That happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, TJ Lang also released. And Bruce Ellington, who really cares about him, but released. <laughs> uh, so so quick thoughts uh, from, from each of us. I really don't hate a single move. I think monetarily it's all great. Uh, I hate to see TJ go. But he is getting older. He has like really banged up. I yeah. could see him probably stepping away from football at this point. Um, Clover Quinn too. I, I was reading something. I like very. I was skimming. Is he asked for his release? It looks like. Yeah. Well, okay. See you then, buddy. Like, well, I think he just. Yeah, he's ready to go. I don't. know. Whatever. Which is fair. Again, a guy that's aging too. So I don't hate any of the. <laughs> see you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. I just if you're, not, if you're not with us, you're against us. Seriously. That's, uh, that's, that's I think true. He, Thank he you was, for your he, service, he though. He wasn't get caught anyway, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, so th- I don't hate any of the releases. It's kind of like when they force you to resign. It's yeah. like, all right, well, I'm out then. I yeah, you're out because yeah. I just told you you're out. Unless you, <laughs> yeah. But um. No, I don't have a problem with any releases. Uh, Nevin Lawson's probably the biggest one I'm upset about, only because I'm not upset's not even the right word. It's just like the secondary's so bad. But like we're gonna talk. I don't know. I think yep. I think it's on the up and up. Oh, but yeah. uh, I think he would have been a good depth piece. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I I don't think he was that bad of a corner. I think he literally just. I mean, anyone who plays opposite Darius Slay, you guys know how much I love him. Like oh, we he, do. You just you you you're gonna get thrown at literally like eighty percent of the time the ball's thrown. So. You know, it is what it is. Still I got think... T's though. T's table oh, are still here. Yeah, <laughs> he's in my notes here. I got something for T's. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Trent, my brother will probably be fuming when he listens to you say because he he because li- it came out on Friday that they were letting go of Nevin Lawson. Not Friday, Saturday. Yeah, maybe? It was Saturday. Saturday, and he he just throws. Thank God. He was so happy. <laughs> he said, it was yeah. like after the Michigan. No, it was on Sunday. I'm sorry. I, it was, it was I, Sunday. Yeah, because my brother was like, game. what a week. Michigan State beats <laughs> Michigan. Nevin Lawson off the Lions. He he but did. He wasn't a very good starting quarterback. He struggled yeah. playing on the outside. He yeah. would have been a guy who maybe you could go inside with, but as we see today, they had other ideas of that. So I guess I, I just know. feel like there were other people they could have cut to open that roster spot open. But, you uh, yeah. know, I, we, they always know more than we do. You know, we're just blowhards. Yeah. We get on these mics and talk. Like, they probably know. Like, Nevin Lawson might have wanted out. You never know. But. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, TJ Lane, I could see him being on 97-1 in less than a year. Yeah. No kidding. He's like, actually. Oh, yeah. He's on enough as well, it is. Well, and the, the but... thing with him is they must have really been ready to move on from him because he said, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys, like, follow him on Twitter. He wanted to play. Yeah, he, he wanted to play, that, and yeah. he said he would basically play for dirt cheap. Like, he wanted to come back for one year, just give it one. But, no, the Lions said no. So, you know, whatever. It's scary when a guy has, like, concussion issues yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly. So I, and we appreciate what he did and everything, but, yeah, he's old. It's, exactly. he, he's ready yeah. to step away. Uh, now we'll get into players that are playing for the Lions next year. Perhaps the biggest signing, uh, Don Mobach is coming back. I'm just kidding. Um, he, he is coming back. <laughs> he but is. I guess probably. <laughs> Another one-year like, deal. Yeah, good for him. Um, so let's play a little game here with these guys. I'll rattle off the uh, oh, the, the 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 notable re-signing and the uh, new signings or uh, pending signings, I guess. And we'll play a little game of like it, love it, or hate it. Uh, we'll start off with the notable Lions re-signing of Romeo Aquara to a three-year extension. Played in 15 games last year, seven and a half sacks and 28 tackles. Trent, do you love it? Like it or hate it. Love it, and it's only because... Well, you guys, I literally ranted about Alquara all year last year. You remember that? Yeah. Like, he needs to be starting. Guy. He's great. Yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 lo- I love it, only because he's young. He's ambitious. You know, he led the team in sacks, albeit not a great not a, not a great year uh, mm-hmm. rushing the quarterback, but um, I, I just I liked what I saw from him. You know what I mean? And we'll, we'll get into this later, but Trey Flowers coming, him on the other end, you know, mm-hmm. looks like Ziggy's going to be out, but... This D line, man, they got some, we got some dogs on this D line. I'm super excited. Okwara's young. He's he's like I said, he's ambitious. We didn't overpay, didn't pay that much money for him. So right, exactly. I'll, I'll take it. I love it. He looks like he wants to be here. He also strip sacked Aaron Rodgers. Any guy who does that, you know, you're my homeboy. Sign him up. <laughs> so I love it. 
everything that Trent said. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. Kyle really here. wants to get out of here. No, no. I, I, my dad shirt me <laughs> yesterday that I talked too much, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a, a little resolution. Good for you. That'll be my Lenten <laughs> promise to stop talking. Well, you're you're giving it a lot of effort here. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I appreciate I'm trying that. to pull back a little bit. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a strong like it. I'm okay. not gonna say love it. Uh, again, you know, the seven and a half sa- sacks, I guess, is very underwhelming to some. I I think at a guy that's 23 years old with a lot of upside, uh, I really like that they brought him back. Love love is a strong word. So is hate. So I really like it. Uh, I, the new guys coming to town, 33-year-old wide receiver Danny Amendola for one year, four and a half mil. He can earn up to about 5.75 mil, I believe. Uh, last year for the Dolphins, 59 grabs for 577 yards and a single touchdown. 79.6% catch rate, <laughs> second highest in the league at the slot receiver position. What's uh, happening, Colin? I, I'm just laughing because Collins goes, he just threw his hands up. I don't Are even... you watching the game too? No, I'm not. Well, Look Reggie, you guys. For, I, sorry, sorry, <laughs> unbelievable. Sorry, sorry, but for some reason, the last couple of games, Reggie's been playing well. But have you ever seen Reggie use like the glass on like a shot from ten feet? Nope. He's been trying it. to do it like tries the last couple of weeks, and he just misses every time. I don't know why he keeps on doing that. <laughs> I thought you were upset sorry. with Amendola. Stats. Oh no, no, no. I, I mean, I. That's why I was. That's laughing. what I was c- confused too. But anyway, Amendola. You know, we're gonna add an, an extra button in here. You can hit the dislike button. We'll, we'll go love, dislike, like, dislike, okay. or hate. So we have a spectrum now. Yes, we right, do have cool. a spectrum. I'm gonna go with Amendola. I actually, I actually like it. And this was, I think, of all guys that were signed today or are going to be signed, people who had a lot of problems with this one. I don't. I don't really think that four and a half mil is all that too much. It's not. You yeah. were gonna have to pay Golden Tate a heck of a lot more. Yep. Um, and I know there was some some Twitter rumblings about him. Oh yeah, come back, bro. Whatever. Um, it, it is what it is. Look, Danny Amendola. The thing he if if you want to go back to this Patriot way thing, which I have plenty on that later. I see that, but. I, I really feel like Danny Amendola, if used properly, again, this guy's he had the second-best catch rate in the league last year at the slot position. Uh, I think with a quarterback like Stafford, I mean, he was playing in Miami with Tannehill and Osweiler last right. year. I think he can be used effectively. He's a tough-as-nails guy, great locker room guy. For the money and for what the Lions needed, I think this is a is a pretty – Pretty, I got a little bit better than lukewarm. I am towards this. I, I'm going to go with a a like it, a very just solid like it for me. I don't know. I just feel like he's kind of washed. Yeah, I like. I, I just don't think like. But I, I mean, you you bring in Antoine Bolden a couple of years ago. Yeah. He thought he was washed, and he was a big piece for that team that mm-hmm. went to the playoffs. So, I I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'll just kind of be like eh. If that's like a territory, like, eh. Like, it that's is what a, it is. We don't have an eh button, but. It, well, <laughs> I wasn't listening. I, w- I was, wasn't listening. We know you I'll are. give you your four choices. You tell me, all right? You hate it, dislike, like, or love? Dislike. I dislike it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. All right. I thought okay. you were going to say like out of that. He's Our, hot, though. He's a hot guy. He is hot. Very hot. Um, I, what, I like. I'm just oh, saying. He's, he's hot. He's a model. Yeah, we know. He's a great looking dude. <laughs> um, I like it. Um. The Lions needed a slot receiver. Like I guys, I no disrespect to Brandon Powell and Andy Jones and Bruce Ellington because they worked hard. Mm-hmm. But no. Nah. After Tate got dealt last season, I, I mean I was kind of holding on to hope that maybe we'd see Tate back in the Lions jersey. The problem is you'd have to overpay for him, like you already said. Um but I'm okay I'm okay with that because it saved money for all the other moves what we're about to get into and everything. But Amendola's serviceable. You know, he's a he's a system guy. I think he'll show up a lot more in Detroit, like you said, Ruben, what's just because yep. like He'll be playing with Stafford instead of Brock Osweiler and Ryan Tannehill. He can't really get in the flow of anything, but he caught 59 balls just under 10 yards per catch. You know what I mean? Like that's going to help the Lions a lot. Um, outside of Marvin and Kenny, they didn't get anything close to that from anybody. But he is 33, definitely a one-year rental. Uh, but yeah, Collins beat me to it. It's like the Anquan Bolden situation. I think he'll yeah. make an impact on this team, so I like it. All right, we'll go into Justin Coleman now. The Lions closing in on a four-year, 36 million dollar deal, which would make Justin Coleman. The highest-paid nickelback in the league played all 16 games with Seattle last year. 55 tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, one interception. Played for Matt Patricia in New England in 2015. This is one that I am going to go with a. I'm going to go with a love it. I'm going to go with a sneaky love it because I think that Justin Coleman is a guy who got kind of uh, lost in the mix of this deteriorating legion of boom. Uh, the stats aren't bad by any means. 
But I think when you watch his on-field performance, and that one thing I like to do when the Lions acquire new talent is, you know, you watch highlights of, you know, little snips here and there. Uh, I think he's great in coverage. I really do. Yeah. Young guy. I think he's 25 years old. Uh, I think something that a lot of people were saying was kind of a sleeper pick, um, a sleeper pickup uh, in this free agent class. I love this one, and I think it's really going to pay off. And if it doesn't, I'll look stupid, but I love it for now. I love it, too, just because it helps the secondary tremendously. We knew the Lions were going to target a secondary player in free agency, and Landon Collins was the name that some people wanted, but did you see what that guy got paid? Yep, and that's exactly I would have paid him him every single dollar. I, if I was a lot, really? okay, I would have too. He's worth that money. I, I, he's I, worth that listen, money. Listen, I would have too, good. except for the fact that it wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to get any of these other No, I, so, I agree. Yeah. That's how you run a proper organization, right. but he's that talented where he deserves I agree. That money. I think he deserves I mean, the money. A, I think he's the first safety yeah. under 22 to ever be all pro. Like, yeah. That's insane. $84 mm-hmm. million dollars is a lot, but I, I agree he's worth it. It's just when you look at what the Lions did today, you know, I'm okay yeah, with it. But definitely. Now what the Lions can do is they can slide Diggs to safety because Diggs was playing some nickelback. Now he can play full time safety. You know, yep. Glover's out. That's his, he inherited the throne there. Um, he, he, you know, Tracy Walker is going to be there. And this Coleman, Coleman ranked fifty fourth in Power Pro Football Focus cornerback grades. Uh, that doesn't sound flattering, except when you consider the Lions had one in the top one hundred. So <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, but um, well, I mean, we'll touch on this later. I have to imagine, but the Lions will probably trade down now and because dra- yep. I was thinking they were going to take. Maybe, you know, like Greedy Williams, you know, we talk and they still might, they might trade down. We'll see. But now what you have, and this is this goes back to just my little tidbit about Nevin Lawson. I like what you've got now in the secondary. I like it. I don't love it. I gotta see a little bit more. But guys like Jamal Agnew, Mike Ford, Deshaun Shedd, you know, those are your depth guys. Maybe Tease Tabor. Hope not. I hope <laughs> that guy gets cut. Um if not, he better get his crap together. But Justin Coleman, I do love it. Uh I would say I like it. I like that pick up. I I think he's a more modern day safety, yes. and he's gonna fill in that role that since Quandre did move to safety, played where he's just more in the box. I kind of like the way he plays. I mean, he's listed on Pro Football Focus as a cornerback slash linebacker. Yeah, so expect him to play like people around this parts like like Jabril Pepper said. He's yeah. just kind of in the box. He's not that type of tackler, but he's really good in coverage. So I like the move, and for a modern day NFL where the ball's going all over the place, you need a guy like this. Probably the biggest signing of the day, maybe across the NFL. Trey Flowers expected to sign a five-year deal, reportedly worth about sixteen to seventeen million a year, as I've read. Uh, Twenty-five years old, the defensive end had seven and a half sacks, fifty-seven combined tackles, three forced fumbles last year with the Patriots in just fifteen games. I say just like he didn't almost play the entire season. Uh, <laughs> Trent, I'll start with you. Love it, like it, dislike it, I or hate it. Loved it so much that I. <laughs> Literally, it made my day. Made my day. This is just so exciting. When, when, like, when was the last time the Lions landed the top free agent on the market? Uh, he was arguably the top, but like the top target they had, I probably never. Top. Yeah, like, oh, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, I can't. Like, that was think. their top target. I literally cannot think of another. Like Rasheen Mathis, I have no idea. Rasheen <laughs> Mathis, what? <laughs> oh, he was great. I love the guy. But what? Okay, look at that. Huge okay. Rasheen Mathis guy. Bethune Cookman. Let it slide. Just, I'm letting it slide because he was garbage, <laughs> but okay. Anyways, edge rusher was a position the Lions were in like dire need of. So I'm so happy to see that Bob Quinn like is being proactive and like getting what we need, mm-hmm. not just like these sexy signings and all that. You know what I mean? For to, to to sell tickets. Not that he ever was like that, but sometimes I get that vibe. But this is perfect just because Ziggy can't stay healthy. Lord bless him. Still love him back if the price is right, but it's probably not going to be so. Uh, I, I, I just, I, Trey Flowers is a difference maker. You yeah. guys know that. Like now, you're looking at this defensive line with Snacks, Harrison, uh, Flowers, Romeo Quara, Ricky Jean Francois, Ashawn Robinson, Deshaun Hand, uh, Kerry Hyder, maybe. It's scary. Like it's solid. Yeah, there it are really two, is. there are literally two complete rotations of four players we can put out there yep. that that can wreak havoc. So I'm excited. I'm 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 so excited. I loved this move the most. This is my favorite move a Detroit team has made since the Blake Griffin trade. Oh, Which is okay. one year ago, I'm, but I'm yeah. thrown by that comparison. But uh, <laughs> I, I love the move, obviously. I mean, you get the number one guy you get. He made sense for their defensive system. And you really talk to, like, every – I mean, I, I didn't personally talk, but, I, like, a lot of the people in sports media are from Boston. And all you hear them talk about is how good Trey Flowers is. Yeah, they're not for, happy that he's gone. Yeah, they've how good he's been the last two years. And – 
that's something to be like, wow. I, I didn't really – I thought he would maybe end up in Miami. I said that in the car with you to Flora. Yep. Said, but, I mean, he must have had some sort of relationship with Patricia that wanted him in Detroit. And, I mean, it's a great move, flat out. He's a great football player. He's been great ever since he was at Arkansas. I mean, when you see guys in the SEC perform the way he did against teams like Alabama, that's when you know a guy's going to be a dude. Yeah, And he, he's been a dude in the league. Yeah, I, I I love it too. Not much more to say. Only thing I will say though is, uh, again, I, I hate to you know compare or bring up the the sports talk around the city, but of the all the guys that Belichick lets go, they don't do just uh, whatever. He's a he's an athlete. He can play. The, he's he's a it's very a concern, but I I don't have that. Yeah, concern. exactly. He's playing I, for Patricia. Yeah, right? yeah. I think yeah. I think he's going to be just fine. But in, in with Matt Patricia, uh, last signing of the day, or again expected to sign. Uh, former Steeler tight end Jesse James stands six foot seven, two sixty one, solid blocker, twenty four years old. A lot to prove after his targets have kind of slid the past few years, but he did have a career high four hundred and twenty three yards with an average per catch of fourteen point one yards last year. Uh, Collins, we'll start with you. Uh, I dislike this move. I don't really buy into the thing that you need to pay a tight end a lot of money, but I mean he. Like I said, I think Kyle Mikey or one of the Lions beat writers around the area said that he does not drop the ball. He's had great hands. So, I mean, that's something you can oh, bring no. this. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Look what you just did. What? It'll be like Ebron this year now. I'm drop everything. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Go Ebron ahead. still has bad hands. He can have a good year. <laughs> not, his his still drop rate was yeah. even higher. Yeah, maybe, so, like, yeah. whatever. But, I mean, that's a positive. I, I don't know. I just, I never really saw the vision with him even in Pittsburgh. But that's just me. I just I don't really see a. Fa- I mean, you got to give Stafford all the weapons he can get, and he's definitely a weapon in the red zone. Yeah, but exactly. out, like outside of that, he's not going to really bring you that much. That so I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. it I would just be on the forty percent. Like eh, this <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm actually kind of with you there. Except the uh, optimism in me can't press this like button. I got to press the like button. But it's literally like a it's like a fifty one percent like yeah you know what I mean yeah. I feel the same uh, way, yeah. it, it, the Lions just they have a tight end again for the first time since twenty seventeen so you don't have to love Jesse James but can I interest you in thirty receptions for four hundred twenty three yards because that's what he gave you yeah and just just for, just for reference here Luke Wilson who was supposed to be your guy last year gave you thirteen catches he's stunned Levine Toilolo Michael Roberts combined for thirty receptions three hundred sixty three yards so. Jesse James, like, look, there's there were a hundred problems that the Lions had on offense last season, and Jim Bob Cooter's Olive Garden crayon playbook that Ryan ranted <laughs> about. Uh, yes. that was the first one on the list. But I think Stafford not having a tight end threat was a huge problem last year, just because. I mean, who was Stafford checking down to? You know what I mean? And it was it was rough. Mm-hmm. It was pretty rough towards the end of the year. But uh, that that that's now gone. So I guess I like the move just because you got someone at tight end again. So yeah. um, I, I like it. A slight a slight like it for me. Reason being is because now we can probably hopefully finally put the uh, tight end choice at eight to rest, which would just have made me absolutely nauseous. Yeah. Um. So those are your uh, pickups today for the Lions, uh, assuming all goes well. Fingers crossed. Uh, if you had to real quickly give it a grade on today, what would you give it? Uh, a. Okay, cool. No, no, B plus. Uh, B plus. I thought because, we had you there for a second. I did too. Because, like I said this, you've never really seen an NFL team make these splashes in free agency, and it's really, like, dramatically changed them. I mean, you could look at L.A. this year with the moves they made last year, and they made it to the Super Bowl, but a lot of those guys that, like, were the core of their team are through the draft. Mm-hmm. But so, but, like, there's not a lot of examples where you see that. So, but, I, I mean, you look at all the moves, and they made sense. Yeah, I, I I'm still riding the high of it, but yeah, I'm gonna say a a plus. Maybe like I I could say a plus. You know, they got Trey Flowers. That's the biggest. Yeah. That, that, that's the biggest name that the Lions were looking at, and and addressing the issue of okay, you don't have a slot receiver. Addressing the issue of, you know, the the secondary. There's one piece missing there. You know, we got to get some there. So, I, I I like I like the moves. I like I'll go I'll go I'll go B plus. Um, I wish they could have gotten Collins, but yeah. yeah. But obviously now you have money. You have more money to play with now that you didn't. Uh, biggest thing here, biggest takeaway, all these guys you signed today are 24, 23, yeah. 25, and they're here for multiple years, yep. except for Amendola, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Um, before As we wrap up the free agency stuff here, uh, I guess with the remaining names on the table, uh, do you have anyone in particular that you'd like the Lions to go after? 
Um, I want, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I want Barr, just, but I don't, I don't think it, I don't know if it's going to happen. I, th- just... I think the problem with that is that you saw Quan Alexander got like 13 and a half mil today, yeah, so it, which means he'll yeah. probably go for 15, 16. If they can get him for cheaper, I would agree, but. Yeah, no, Anthony Barr, but you know, you, the Lions really, really though, they did, they addressed all the problems that they, I mean, I, I feel like they, they maximized what they could have done in free agency because now, I mean, now you have the draft, you yeah. know, you yep. look at, go ahead. No, no, no. I said uh, I, I was a dream with you. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say. <laughs> I, my I, bad. I didn't <laughs> no, cut you good. off for the first time ever. Sorry. Uh, that, that, I, I forgive you. All I was going to say, <laughs> the, the Lions, now now you look at the draft and it's like, okay, I, I would, if they, assuming they don't pick up another linebacker, I, I want them to go linebacker in the first round. Maybe at eight, maybe a trade down, whatever, unless Greedy Williams is available. We're going to get into all that later. Yes. But, um, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I forget what the question was. Just go ahead. I don't even know. No, I wouldn't really look at any more targets. I think today sets, I think, tells you what they're going to do in the draft. Like, yeah. I think, I yeah. think that really, I think you made a really good point in the tats, and we're going to get into that, I think, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, as any, as far as anyone else that I would like to go after, again, it'd be nice to have a CJ Mosley or Anthony Barr, but I just don't think the money's there. Um, I keep seeing Mark Ingram pop up as like the Lions are like in the mix for Mark Ingram. I don't care to have another running back. <laughs> I don't either. As I a mean, Michigan State fan, we don't need that heartbreak. It's, 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 gonna, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's just going to be LeGarrette Blunt again, yeah, right? Like Which is is what it thing. is. Uh, Teron Matthew would be would be fun to see in a Lions uniform, as Collins was saying earlier today. Uh, he's just a playmaker. He just sat signed yeah. by Kansas City. The Chiefs City. picked him up. Okay, so. never mind then. See, so, yeah, we didn't yeah. want him anyway. I was yeah. going to help you out, put that on the dock, but I also didn't want to throw you for a loop. That's so okay. I, yeah. I didn't want him anyway, clearly. Okay. Um, <laughs> so let's. I we can obviously, we have some time before the draft comes up, but now that we've seen the moves that have been made, um, as far as looking at what you think the Lions will do in the draft, I think very obviously – Quarterback will not be taken at eight. I hope it would be very hard for me. I, but I would think that's off the table. Tight end off the table now with Jesse James coming over. I think now what you have set yourself up for at number eight is you can hope that Devin White is still there at number eight, which would be absolutely awesome linebacker from LSU. And then again, that solves your problem if you don't go after a CJ Mosley or an Anthony Barr. He's there. Or uh, Collins brought it up. I completely agreed. You trade down for Greedy Williams, and I think that's for me all along has been the plan. Yeah. That's who I've wanted all along. And in the early mock drafts, he was like right there at eight, and a couple of them he was like a pick or two before number eight. Now after the combine, and you kind of see how think he didn't have a bad combine by any means, yeah. but he's kind of slid down to where you know you can factually trade down for him. So yeah. that's what I would like to see. And again, we can do. We will be doing a bigger uh, draft show. Uh, as it comes closer, but that would be my mindset now. Is where I think the I think the Lions are at. I I agree with you with them trading down, but I would I I think I really want at Oliver. Like okay, I I think wouldn't they, hate that either. I I think they do need more help. I mean, having a strong defensive line, and I think if you like say you trade down, I'm looking at this mod draft. First of all, CBS. I don't know if this guy's smoking something or something. Oh, Devin definitely. White. Devin White's available at eleven. Um, Greedy at 17 and Ed Oliver at 14, which is after the combine, it's updated. So looking at that, I I think they're definitely going to trade down. Like you're going down your Detroit Patriots rant, but like that, it's the Patriot way. They don't draft first rounders. (laughs) It's just plain and simple. So look for that to happen. Possible targets. I, 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 either Greedy Williams or Ed Oliver, I'd be really happy about, but you got to go defensive side of the ball in the first round. I'd be happy with Oliver too, but yeah, I completely agree. Defense is the defense is the move, you know, and that that's been the move in free agency too. You know, yeah. Patricia's building this defense. You got Daryl Bevel there to hopefully like breathe some life back into Stafford to get this thing going. But um, I, I want Greedy simply because I mean, you guys remember when I wanted Patrick Peterson at the yeah. deadline? You know, like I was probably crazy for that, but it was <clears throat> it was literally that painful to watch. Tease Tabor and Evan Lawson to Sean Chet playing opposite Slay just because, like, guys, we need someone who <laughs> yeah. can just play exactly. average football. I mean, I'm not, not we, we don't want to settle for average, but we get average production, that'd be great. So I, I, I'd say defense for sure. If Devin White's available, I want him. Mm-hmm. But I, I completely agree with you guys at this point. I think the Lions are going to trade down, and we'll see what happens. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, again, we'll get into more trade stuff as the weeks as the weeks to follow. Um. My last thing here before I get into my rant that I'm very I'm still I'm still fired up. I I'm thought excited. I thought it was going to level out a bit but I I'm still 
hot about it. Uh, after these signings today, and I'm sure more signings to come, uh, even before we get into the draft, do these do these signings raise your expectation at all for this? They obviously should. Where does it raise the expectation level? And I guess in conjunction with that, does this now put more pressure on Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn, even maybe Matthew Stafford, because you're making a push now and you've gotten some legit players, and so now here's your you know here's your hand. You have to play the cards. I saw this from the editor of Pro Football Focus that he said the Lions really aggressive in free agency must mean ownership has put the pressure on Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn to like shift a six and ten season into something a lot bigger. So yeah, I, I think the pressure's on now, and I think the moves that are being made by Bob Quinn show that he has pressure on him, which is good. Yeah. Like that's like a good thing from the ownership standpoint. But as I looked at this team, there's still a lot of holes. And I mean you can build through the draft. So I, I still think nine and seven is realistically your over under on the season. They could either go a couple games over or a couple games under. I'm the pessimist, so I, I see them going to cut maybe at eight and eight, nine and seven, like right on that line. But I I don't think it, you, you, like you said, you just can't build a free agency in NFL. It's not the NBA. Yeah, uh, my expectations have risen. Uh, I just I I think the team's gonna go eleven and five. I said ten and six. Now I'm saying eleven and five. Okay. I, don't know, we'll say, <laughs> I I just think this defense looks so scary. Like it, they they the, I rattled off those D lineman names. Like that guys, that's so deep. That is so deep. There's so much solid depth there. And now you look past that. You've got Jared Davis, uh, Devon Kennard, Eric Lee at linebacker. Not to mention the Lions will probably draft another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these are things we didn't even talk about. And then, you know, the, this secondary is actually starting to come together now. And 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 you look on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Stafford has a new offensive coordinator. You know, we're all pretty fired up, fired up about that. Carry yep. on, and Marvin Jones. You know, you shut them down at the end of the year. Now you get the benefit of them coming back completely healthy. So we we have and we have a tight end again. And you can't forget about Kenny Galladay in the in the in the offensive line and how they started to play pretty well towards the end of the year, even without TJ Lang. So um I'm excited. Like I'm I'm literally I'm jumping out of my pants, excited <laughs> for this team. I think they're gonna go eleven and five. And given the way the rest of the division I think it's gonna be the Lions and the Bears competing for the division title. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that some other day, but I think the Lions are gonna win the division. I'll say that now. Um I think they're gonna go eleven and five. I was already feeling good about the chances because I love the I love the strides the team made towards the end of the season. But now I feel great, and I I do think the pressure's on Patricia and Quinn and Stafford because, mm-hmm. look, like now you have you have a more complete team, you have a more complete defense, you have more complete pass rush, and and built through the draft. We'll see what the roster the Lions have, but pressure's on. I would agree completely. I I think the expectation for me has definitely risen. I I think the this has probably been the most exciting off season. We're only about a obviously like a day into free agency. Uh, in a, in a pretty long time, uh, I think the excitement last year was just having a new coach and Matt Patricia, and it was a coin flip of, oh my gosh, they might go twelve and four this year, or oh, they might stink, and they stunk yeah. for the most part uh, for all intents and purposes. Uh, so it's exciting. I'm not going to throw out a record at the moment. I'd like to see how the draft goes, and maybe that's a that's a, a soft move on my part, but. Uh, the expectation has risen and should rise. I, you know, and I, I get it's an offensive league, but defense wins championships. I believe that in any sport, um, and they have definitely made some moves. And it's at least you keep the fans interested. You, you at least, um, you know, it, it's something to get excited about in the off season and, and keep people interested. Which, which talking about the fans now, if you guys are okay with it, I'm going to pull the soapbox out of the back pocket. Go for it, and I'm going to get up on it. You guys, hop up on there. Uh, whatever you know, I, I hate to end the show like this because it's the last thing I want to touch on today. Um, but I, I'd love for you guys to, after I'm done and I, you know, do some deep breathing exercises when I'm done, feel free to uh, jump in. Uh, here's my thing with the fans, uh, and I understand that I'm a fan too. I will preface preface this rant by saying that I have, I am, of course, I'm a fan of the Detroit Lions. Uh, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Um, I'm not going to say that I am the most knowledgeable about the game of football, about the Detroit Lions, about the NFL. Um, I do like to think I'm very well educated. Uh, I read, I listen, I watch all the time. Uh, I, I play the sport for four years. There you go. <laughs> the Rhino, humble brag, humble brag. The Rhino was a was a was a beast for four years from uh, third to sixth grade. <laughs> um, this this Patriot Way thing. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I that I think the the way that it's being built that I have a problem with. Here's here's what I have a problem with. 
Every time I'm on Instagram or Twitter, and this is just how social media is. Again, I've said it once. I'll say it again. As my Uncle Steven loves to say, negativity sells. And that's absolutely true uh, in the media especially. Every time I look at a picture about the Lions on the NFL Instagram or I got to go on Twitter and things get tweeted about what, what the Lions do, it's just flooded with the, that's so SOL, this move stinks, Quinn stinks, Patricia stinks, Stafford stinks, the Ford stinks, everyone needs to go. This is a terrible move. I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm just so sick of it. And it all comes down to this Patriot way thing, which I get it, you know, it's, it, it was cute in the beginning, hearing the Patriot wake. Oh, that's that's so funny. Here comes Patricia. I get it. My 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 beef here is not with building this thing, quote unquote, the Patriot way. My beef is every single time the Lions make a move, and I gotta hear they're not even the Lions anymore. This is just the Patriots. It's the Patriots 2.0. They're rooting the culture. What culture do you have with the Lions, people? What what are you so butthurt about with the way the team is being built? Yep. The Lions don't have a culture. That's their problem. If they do have a culture, it's losing. It's 0-16. It's bags over the face. This team, I swear, and I know I don't I don't have insight into any other fan bases in the NFL. Every move that is made because the Lions are quote-unquote the Lions, everyone just loves to be negative. Again, you're allowed to have an opinion. You're allowed to look at the signing of Danny Amendola and go, hmm, I don't know about that. But to read on Twitter of, this is terrible, what a joke, quit... These will you at least let these guys t- be able to urinate in the city of Detroit? Let them <laughs> use the toilet in Detroit before you start making judgments. And if you can't, if you can't just look at the team, I get it. Everyone's hurt. I'm hurt. My dad's hurt. My uncles are hurt. My grandpa's hurt. My great grandfather never met him, but I'm sure he's hurt. <laughs> Everyone's been hurt by this team. They suck. They've sucked. They're a they're a bad organization. They're one of the most embarrassing organizations ever. But why be a fan? Why buy the jerseys? Why watch? Why go to the games? Why call in and complain if you're not going to give them a chance? This is what sports are about, people. To people like myself who never made it to the pro level because I wasn't I I couldn't grow past 5 foot 9 and a half. This is what I do. This is all this is the basket that my eggs are in right now. I, I, this is all I have. All I have are the Lions. All I have is that I come into each season, and no matter what they do, you're not going to hear me sit there and say they're going they're going uh, three and thirteen. They stink. You'll never hear me say that. And if you want to call me a homer, by all means. But people, for the love of the sweet Lord, just relax. Relax, and you don't have to be this big, tough guy. I know more than everyone else because I think Danny Amendola stinks. Well, when Danny Amendola catches a slant pass for 15 yards that puts you in the red zone and Matt Prater knocks a field goal to beat the Bears this year to win the division, then you can come back to me and yeah. tell me you're sorry. And you can you can tweet at Danny Amendola. No, the thing is, all those tell- people will be on their feet cheering, too. That's exactly. Yeah. So like I said, bro, if you don't watch, <laughs> if you don't support, you don't get to buy the T-shirt when they win. That's you don't just, get to cheer when they're good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna cut it in there just because that's just a terrible <laughs> statement. How is it a terrible dude? Well, I, how, how if you support a franchise until if they're literally just abusing their power? The Lions literally one of the worst franchises historically, and they increase their season ticket prices every year. They increase their concession prices every year. Why not outcry? I I get what you're saying. But I I I wonder is that far? My, I mean, my, my, there's my... reasons for a six-year-old Lions fan to be out. <laughs> he can come back in. Like give give the six-year-old Lions fan a break. My po- <laughs> fine six-year-old Lions fan. I apologize. My point being is that every year, and I'll tell you what, I've been guilty of it in the past when I was a young, young and immature, but. It's just to hear the same people, because I have friends, sometimes family members, don't mean to call anyone out, but you're, it's frustrating. It is. I get frustrated, and I'll be the first one to say when they're not playing. When I, I, I don't. If things are, are, are going wrong, then I'll call them out. 
But you ha- there has to be some level where you just relax. You don't have to play armchair quarterback. Why not? You know, I get it if you don't like Stafford one way or another. He's your quarterback. If you didn't want to have Danny Amendola come here, he's your starting slot receiver. If you don't like Patricia, he's your coach. So I understand if you don't want him here. If it's another bad year for Patricia, I'll be the first one to tell you we got to start scratching our head. But the, it's just the, the the people that complain. And I'm all over the map right now, but back to my original point. The people that complain about the way this thing is being built, about the Patriot way, who cares? Who cares where why, these guys play? Why wouldn't play? you want to copy what's... Ex- exactly. I, I'm sorry. I, I, if we were doing the, the Texans way or the Browns way, maybe I'm scratching my head. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. Sorry the Fords bring in a guy who was in the organization that is the, the greatest dynasty in sports history. Sorry they bring in a head coach that was a defensive coordinator under Bill Belichick that won three Super Bowls. I, I, I'm sorry they're bringing in guys like Trey Flowers, who is probably the best free agent on the market, that played for Matt Patricia, that's played in his system. Sorry that whatever the cornerback they just, the nickelback they just brought over, I can't even think of his name right now. I'm Justin just, Coleman. Justin Coleman, that he played for Patricia in 2014 or 15 or whatever. Sorry that he knows the system too. What do you want? That's the thing. How is this not smart? There's a very, very, very fine line between disliking a move or like, not. I'm not sure about this, yes. and just being straight negative. Like, exactly. I, I agree. There are some people. That's my, that's my problem. There are some people. And, and, and like, let's, let's just talk about, we have fun in here, right? We talk, we talk, we discuss things. Collins is a little negative sometimes. We all just talk. <laughs> but like, Collins is educated about football. You know what yeah. I mean? Collins knows, his, Collins knows what he's talking about. And like, we're all in here like just discussing this. And these people that are on Instagram, I'm totally with you. Instagram, Twitter, it's like, Guys, you want to you want to sit in the front office? Like, do you who who do you want? You want to go pay Golden Tate sixteen million dollars? Exactly. And and watch what we've already seen. Like it 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 it's just. If you guys remember, we did we did an episode a while ago. And you guys were like, "What's your biggest pet peeve about Detroit sports?" And I said the negativity surrounding the Detroit Lions. And I get it. I know why people are negative. You have every right to be to be upset. And, and but but like bashing every move. Like what? What do we got to do to please you? Yes, people? And they, and I, they, I understand. If, if maybe you could say, "Well, when, when, and that'll please me." Okay, but you can't. Then give us a chance. <laughs> yeah. Let us get to two and ten before you start screaming and like yes. saying this are bad moves because you never know. It's and that like, is, and again, I don't know how other fan bases operate, but the biggest problem is just Lions fans. Some of them, because you have your diehards everywhere, and I appreciate it and I respect it, but for whatever reason. People in Detroit love to rag on the Lions because they're the Lions yep. and because it's easy to to pull the SOL card. It is easy. It's very easy. You, you yeah. cannot look at what was done today in free agency with a, with a somewhat educated football mind and, and, and understanding of the NFL and salary caps and money, and you can't tell me the Lions didn't get better today. <coughs> I'm, di- I'm dying now. The Lions just, got better today. You're exactly yes. right. So to the to, as I try to pump the brakes here, I I, I got worked up there for a second. I'm, I'm I'm losing my voice and it's a mess. I'm gonna try to fight through. And when, when Collins I'll, wants to go home, yeah, I'll let, I'll save you a little bit. Let me breathe for a second. Great rant. I loved it. I loved the fire. I will say this though. I I might have not seen. I didn't really see the negativity for the Lions today. Like I I thought the Detroit Patriots in was more like kind of a joke, but like. I thought I saw more positivity on that. Well, that could be that could just be my like whatever I, whoever I'm following. But like the, the way, I didn't really see that. The I, way I, I the way I took it, and again, the Detroit Patriots is one thing that really ticked me off today. I don't, know, I don't think that. Why does that tick you off? Because though? because it it this is the Lions. Like I it's it's if you're trying to be funny, like I get it. But it was like really funny last year when Patricia came over and they and they their their moves they made it just. At some point, enough's enough. They're trying to build something here. As long as Quinn's here and Patricia's here, if you want to call it the Patriot way because the free agents they signed at one point played for the Patriots and played for Matt Patricia in his system, and, hmm, I don't know, maybe quite logically thinks that, oh, why don't I bring guys over that have already played in my system so that way it's easier to have success. So don't knock it. 
This is like, again, I back don't think to, people are knocking it though. That this is my I'm not you even don't think, I gotta listen to Mike Valeni every day in my and in, yeah, well, in Sully. Oh, I'm sick of this Patriots way. Okay, then stop saying it. Then, then stop. Then, then, you're, you're mad at Valeni. You're mad at Valeni because I, 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 I'm being serious. I didn't see like one negative thing. I, I didn't listen to 971 today, but I really didn't see a lot of negativity. That's all. I'm you got to surf Insta. You got to go on Instagram. I'll be deeper. honest. I didn't do a whole lot of looking. I saw some. I saw a little bit. But like the thing is, is like do, guys, do we not want Trey Flowers? Like, what's the deal? Okay, we do. I, no, I, I think no, everyone, no, no, do. everyone do. does. I know, but yes. everyone does. I don't. I lo- I get where well, again. Valenio, Valenio, we get to. I don't know. It was in the contract year. Was his best year, and I love Mike Valenio to death. I love the man like he's my son. It's just a weird way to put You're it, but <laughs> but it just I just it. can't. I just can't. Like it's and it, every time the Lions come up on ninety seven one, someone's got to call in about Stafford. He's the problem. Like that I, guy it just, sucks. We're, like we're just. <laughs> I'm just. I'm done with it. They're trying to build something here, people. Like, relax. There is no Lions culture. It doesn't exist. We're losers. Ryan Collins, you're a loser. Trent, you're a bigger loser because you actually believe in these guys. (laughs) I'm a loser, too. I'm just trying to be optimistic. I want to watch good football. Listen, listen. The Detroit Lions are a losing franchise that's turning it around the right way, and it's going to happen this year. We're going to get a lot more of it later. Yes. That's about all I got. That's it. I got nothing else. And if they suck this year, that's on me. (laughs) And we're all losers. We'll be losers forever. But we can deal with that at the end of the season. Collins has checked out. He's watching the base. He's looking up pictures of the Bachelorettes on his phone. It's just like... I'm sorry. I, I had to do I'm not it. Shut down. I had to do it. What day? What is it? March 11th, and I'm yep. already, I'm already at my wits end with this, with this team and this fan base. Go Tigers. Whew. Yeah, exactly. Go yeah. Tigers. Seriously. I know you want to watch the game. We'll get out of here. Pistons one down pride. Eight. One Pistons pride. Down eight. Great. One yeah. pride. That's all today for the Motown Rundown for Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins. I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Feel free to join the show, guys. Tweet any questions, comments, concerns if you have any. Uh, suggest some topics for the show using the hashtag Motown Rundown. Do not miss a single episode of this podcast. Subscribe on iTunes if we can ever get it to work. Impact WDBM on iTunes. New episodes every week unless we go on spring break again. That won't happen until next year. We will see you next time, folks. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Hello, everybody,